Eleven minutes past seven, you are with SAFM 104 to 107. If you have just joined us, this is the Sunday edition of the Jet Set Breakfast, the JSB. And we'll be through with you till 10 o'clock this morning, taking you through a variety of stories as we follow the day. So in our first story, we like to look at what people are doing in communities and how they're doing things differently. There's something called the Oasis Haven. We'll find out more about what it is. But let's find out uh, how they look look at issues of funding, how they will look at issues of being not-for-profit companies as well and organizations and raise funds for all sorts of expenses. On the line, we have Kondani Chuma, who is the Fundraising Manager and Development Association of OSIS Haven. Kondani, thank you so much for joining us. And good morning to the listeners. Thank you for having me this morning. Gwandani, let's uh, first of all start with Oasis Haven. What do they do? Where are they and how do they operate? So Oasis Haven is a fully registered child and youth care center that is based in Randburg, Johannesburg. We run a total of two homes, one that houses girls and another that houses boys. We care for 20 children, providing them with education, therapy, medical care, as well as meeting um, their physical and emotional needs. Beyond that, um, our aim is for each child to leave Oasis Haven with the tools necessary for them to be confident, contributing, and self-sufficient members of society. So essentially changing their life trajectory from one with tragedy and uncertainty to one with a bright future. Bondani, what kind of age group are we looking at and um, how, how do they get to the Oasis Haven? So our children, um, the youngest child we currently have is a year old and the oldest is 20 years old and we have everything in between and we get the children into our care through the court system. So yeah. um, child protection organizations will seek a court order um, to have the child placed in an organization like ours, which is fully registered, and then um, we, we take the child on as long as we have space, of course. And I imagine that in each of the two homes there are foster parents who look after the kids. It's a bit like a great, big, fat, messy family. Exactly. Family is actually one of our values, and um, we employ eight child and youth care workers who are um, qualified. And these ladies essentially dedicate most of their time to caring for these children, leaving their own families, of course. Yeah. Gondani, obviously one of the challenges is that you move into Christmas and you move into the festive season. And I imagine that um, you get some people saying, hey, I'd like to give the kids something for Christmas. But ultimately what you're looking at is... Um, that's wonderful, but you are looking at something which may be supporting them in the longer term as well. Talk to us about that. So as much as, you know, providing a Christmas party or Christmas gifts for the children is a great gesture and is very thoughtful, um, the reality is that NPOs, much like any other businesses, have overhead costs, and yeah. most uh, donors don't uh, look favorably upon requests for for these um, for to cover these costs. So, what we find is that some NPOs have unfortunately abused and abused the trust of potential donors and misused these funds, and so it's created a bit of a trust issue um, in that in that. Uh, Area. So what we are essentially calling out for is for companies and individuals to essentially do their 
due diligence and do their research on the organization and find out if they're actually working as they say they are. Yeah. You know, um, Konani, having worked in the not-for-profit sector for many years myself, I know that one of the issues, as you said, around funding is that uh, people are not that keen to fund operations. They would prefer to fund some kind of capex, maybe the building of something, maybe the buying of something, whereas the operations, which is the monthly costs, uh, often yes. becomes very difficult for funders. How do you validate that to them? And I suppose the question would also be, particularly for corporates who may want to put their money in, what kind of measurement, monitoring, evaluation do you do to support it? So the the only way to, to essentially um, provide any monitoring and evaluation is to actually get audits done um, fully fully to fully audit the organization yeah um essentially showing where money is being used and to be very transparent with that and to provide this information to donors such that they may also review it if they need to and um essentially take away what they need to take away regarding the the running of the organization i think that's the best and most um poignant way to do this so I imagine, um, what would the cost be? If, if I said, okay, fine, I would like to support one child. I mean, I'd like to go, well, can I buy them a gift for Christmas? But I imagine you would say, well, buy them a gift for Christmas and then consider looking at a long-term monthly support. What would that cost be? So this will differ from organization to organization, but specifically for Oasis Haven, we're looking at between 10 to 15,000 rand a month per child. Yeah. Now that's quite a lot of money. So what we actually encourage people to do is to join what we call our sponsor child program, yeah. which essentially is a 200 month, a 200 rand per month donation. Yeah. And, um, Obviously, 200 rand won't cover the cost, but the more people we get joining the program, the more yeah. sustainable it is in the long term. It's a bit like the starfish concept. You just throw one back in, but yes. you, every, everybody does it as well. Um, Gondani, yes. do you have your own children? No, I don't. Not as yet. <laughs> and what does it make you feel when you see these youngsters and meet these youngsters and work with these youngsters every day? To be to be honest, though yeah. I'm much older than them, what I take from them is that they actually teach me a lot about yeah. myself as well. I get a lot of inspiration. Working in this space is very difficult, as you can imagine. Yeah. Um, so seeing your faces, seeing them happy, seeing them smiling, knowing that my work has a direct impact on their lives yeah. is literally what wakes me up every day. And for the for the um, host parents, which I can imagine must be also be an extremely difficult job to do, how do they uh, ensure that they are able to keep uh, uh, support of their own families as well as the families that they are participating in? So we at Oasis Haven make it mandatory that the ladies um, shift in and out, therefore having time to spend with their own families. And this is done to ensure that not only to ensure that they not only um, don't burn out, but yeah. f- for them to also have a sense of peace and feel that their families are also cared for and to check in on them. So we make sure that they also have time to to dedicate to their families, to their own families as well. I mean, it's an enormously challenging thing. Gundani, I'm sure someone's listening and going, you know, 200 rand a month in a year that's like 
2,400 rand. I mean, it really is not an enormous amount for um, someone who may be earning a salary, etc. And maybe someone wants to give something different. Maybe they say, well, I can't give 200, but I could get 50 um, every month. How can they do it? How do they engage with you and take the conversation further? So the best way to do so would be to either go on our website and send us a message through the website, or alternatively, one can send us an email on info at oasishaven.org, yeah. and we will respond to your request or to any questions that um, people may have. And as you say, they would be able to do their due diligence, they'd be able to go through your annual reports and just ensure that they really understand how the um, organization is operating. Yes, so one of the things I always encourage when um, a new individual calls us or a company calls us is come to the homes, let's meet, let's discuss this while you're looking at the facilities so that you can get a further understanding of the work we're doing. And, you know, the, the hope is that it can also inspire you to see where you can fit in. Absolutely. Gundani, thank you so much for making the time on a Sunday morning. Gundani Chuma is the Fundraising Management Manager and Development Associate at Oasis Haven. And to find more information about it, super easy. You can go online to Oasis Haven, O-A-S-I-S Haven, H-A-V-E-N dot org. Or you could email them at info, I-N-F-O, at oasishaven.org. Super easy, super simple, and super different to make a difference to a lot of children's lives as they grow up and go to school.